0: Snapchat beats big on earnings, stimulus is still up in the air, and Netflix earnings flop. This is the Running With The Money podcast. Let's get into it. Choppy, choppy, choppy. That is the story, that is the tale of today, yesterday, and the day before. More choppy action coming out of this market. It is literally running on stimulus news. Minutes ago, Nancy Pelosi dropped a few little bits of information, noting that she would like to see a stimulus deal prior to the election, and the markets ran up on that for a brief moment, and then immediately reverted to the selling off today. The Dow Jones currently sits down 74 points, the Nasdaq sits down 26 points, and the S&P 500 sits down roughly 5 points, while the VIX is continuing to increase up 32 cents today. And this is just more choppy action, um, back and forth action based on the stimulus, and the market really is unsure. We're in a waiting point, um, waiting for this stimulus news that everyone wants to know. Are we going to get a stimulus prior to the election or not? And I believe that is going to be a key catalyst going into the next few weeks. If we do not get it, I expect quite a sell-off in the near term, in the short term, a short sell-off, but definitely a sell-off. But if we do get it, I expect a big rally based on the stimulus news across the broader market. Now, digging in to the week's top headlines so far, Snapchat beats big. They beat big time on earnings. And when I say big time, I mean big time. They delivered a earnings per share, Earnings per share of one cent versus the expected loss of five cents per share. Their revenues came in at 679 million, significantly ahead of the expected 555.9 million. And not only that, but daily active users continued to grow. Their daily active users for Q3 came in at 249 million active users versus it was expected of 244. million. So excellent numbers coming out of Snapchat, and I think this is proof that the socials are here to stay. Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, more and more of these social media names, I believe, are here to stay. I believe that they are not going anywhere. They're only going to continue to grow. People are moving more and more into this digital age, and I think a lot of people underestimated Snapchat. They shouldn't have. And well, we're here. Snapchat beating big. It is up huge today. Nearly 35%, uh, currently trading up 33% today based on those earnings. Absolutely phenomenal. And not only did they deliver great Q3 earnings, but their expected earnings going into Q4 are insane. Uh, Snapchat expects 47 to 50% revenue growth in Q4. And not only that, but they also expect to hit 257 million daily active users in Q4. Great numbers coming out of Snapchat. I think if it pulls back any Um, Throughout the next several days of CHOP, unless we get stimulus news, I think you might be able to pick some up, um, because honestly, I see Snapchat long-term going up and up in a way. I think it's a great name. I think it's going to have continued growth. More big advertisers are going to come in, and I really like Snapchat long-term. Now, we talked about Netflix on Monday's show. We talked about Netflix earnings, what to expect. We talked about how it was very risky playing earnings are either bullish or bearish um, and basically we came to the conclusion that you should stay away from Netflix until after earnings and that's exactly what we did and Netflix under delivered once again as expected as I feared day users subscriptions would once again miss and they did um, Netflix reported Sub additions or subscriber editions of 2.2 million versus the 3.57 million expected. They missed on EPS. They delivered a 1.74 EPS versus the expected $2.14. And revenues also. Um, weren't amazing, but they did beat on revenues. Revenues came in at 6.44 billion versus the 6.38 billion expected. So a beat on revenues and a miss both on EPS and subscriber additions, which in my personal opinion, subscriber additions are more important for Netflix than EPS or revenues, because that's the number everyone focuses on. Once again, missing. And their guidance wasn't stellar. Um Q4, Netflix expects 6.6 million additions to their subscriber base. Net this is net count versus the 8.8 million that they hit in Q4 of 2019. So significantly less than what they did last year, which is a worry. Um but on the positive notes, Netflix reported cash flow positive once again. Um I believe that's the third quarter in a row, and that's very good for Netflix. So I'm taking a look at Netflix right now. It's down nearly 7%. Um it's down 33.92 points. I really like Netflix. In the long term, I think competition right now is killing them, Um, unfortunately. I think Disney is taking up a big share of that. And one of the issues I've always found with Netflix is that, personally, I've always thought their content was old. They struggled to come out with solid, good content that was watchable across multiple age bases, um, and I think they still continue to struggle with that. I think they continue to struggle with getting solid, solid content that nearly everyone wants to watch. Um, unlike Disney, who comes out here with a stellar platform, um, and it absolutely blows it out of the park and is seeing huge subscriber growth. So I really like Netflix still, even though there's going to be a lot of competition. I think Netflix is here to stay. Um, they're continually adding and you know they could easily bounce back, but competition could hurt them in the short term. But I like Netflix long term. I think if you could start the scale in here, I think you could start the scale in here at 490 bucks a share, significantly below what it was trading at. I mean, last week it ran all the way up to 500 and man, 539 bucks a share. It is down big, down big um, since earnings. They ran up on earnings. We said stay away, and thank goodness we said stay away because that thing fell like a knife, a falling knife. That thing fell. But I think you could start to scale in. I think you could start to buy Netflix here. I think you could start to buy some of this negativity and positivity could possibly come roaring back in a few weeks. Now, I'd like to dig also into this Google antitrust suit. Now, the DOJ is going after Google big time. They're claiming that Google has a monopoly on the search market, um, supposedly. Now, Google does hold 87% of the search market within the U.S., which is a huge share. But the argument that Google has is that there's still a ton of competition out there. There's Yahoo, there's Bing, um, and the list goes on and on. There are competitors. Um, The simple fact is that Google is the go-to. And I would say because they're better in everything. They're better. They deliver a simple, ease-of-use platform that people easily know, Google. Google. Unlike the competitors, Google has built an ecosystem that works for almost everyone. I use Google Docs. I don't. That's all I use is Google Docs. My emails are through Google. All, nearly all of my office products are through Google. Um, and that's the argument. They're, they deliver. There is competition, but we're just superior. That's why we have 87% of the U.S. search market in the U.S. So I like Google, and obviously the market does too. Since this news has been announced, Google has been up, um, implying that the market does not see any long-term damages from this suit, and I have to completely agree. I don't think this lawsuit is going to damage Google long-term, and I'm not fearful of any long-term setbacks because I don't think there will be many for Google, so I would continue to buy Google if it pulls back at all, Um, and before this even, it wasn't really trading the best. In fact, it was, many were saying it was trading cheaper than what most big tech was and that it was a buy. And I firmly believe that Google is a solid long-term buy. Um, When to buy it, I'm not sure at this point. Google's a tough name. You know, since this negative news, I mean, technically it's negative, the stock has been up. Um, The past two days, it's gone up like 40 points a day. So, you know, Google is a great name. It's continued to move higher, even since that bad news. Um... And I think it's possibly a buy. Now, it's far off its highs of 1717 It's currently trading at 1591 Um, I think it could be a buy. I think it could be a buy. But definitely do your research on this one. Do your homework on this one. Um, and if you're willing to take on some risk with that lawsuit and you're willing to buy it long-term, I think you can buy Google here. Now, broader market, we are seeing a pullback. We're seeing pretty much everything pullback today. We are seeing... Um, the financials are stronger than most surprisingly um, you know I'm taking a look at the banks right now and that's much stronger than what tech is. so I'm surprised um, by that notion but that could just be once again that stimulus deal. It could be that stimulus hope that is at least making the financials more resistant. but pretty much the broader market is down. The broader market struggling um, and only the best of the best of each sector. Um, with the most positive news, is continuing to move higher. Teladoc's back down to 216. I would like to note that. I think you can buy Teladoc at 216. I absolutely love Teladoc stock. I think it's an excellent name. Um, and I, they have earnings upcoming. Those earnings are on the 28th. Earnings are on the 28th. I think you buy Teladoc. I think they're going to blow it out once again. Um, due to COVID-19, I think is just going to continue to see that their business has soared and it is moving higher. Now, before I move on to some of my top picks of the day, um, I would like to reiterate some of the stocks I'm liking um, within this market on this red day. And that takes me right to Apple. I like Apple. Apple's currently trading at $116.92. I like Apple. I think you can buy Apple. They have earnings coming up. Um, Apple earnings are on the, ooh, they're very, very close. They're on the 29th, so in just under a week, a week away, um, we have some earnings on Apple. And I think you buy Apple. Um, I think Apple's a great name. I think the analysts are too bearish on it. I think iPhone sales are blowing it out of the park right now. And I think you have to buy Apple long-term, near-term. Um, and if we get a stimulus, you have to remember that pretty much the whole market, if we get a stimulus, is going to rise. And I think Apple and big these big tech names are going to be a beneficiary of this. Um, Apple is really if you think about it a big retail name and if we get a stimulus that's more money in the pockets of u.s citizens that they can spend this holiday season on tech products such as apple now we noted teledoc take two i really like take two um take two currently is trading quite well um it had pulled back a few weeks ago within the broader market pullback but i like take two it's office highs of 177 and honestly, I like Take-Two so much because what we're seeing is a revolution within the gaming industry. Gaming is only growing. Video games are growing. And I think you can buy Take-Two. I think you can buy Take-Two at 163. I think it's a solid name. I think long-term you're going to see solid growth. Um, we dropped a breakdown a few weeks ago on it. They have earnings on the 5th of next month. And it's just a great name. And just a week ago, um, Deutsche Bank noting... That they like the video game stocks, and I think for good reason because you are going to see continued growth in the video game sector, and I really like that. In fact, Activision Blizzard's price target. This is this is quoted from CNBC's article on the video game stocks. Um, quote: Activision Blizzard's price target was lifted to ninety to seventy-five from seventy-five dollars. Electronic Arts to one forty-four from two one twenty-five, and take two interactive to $200 per share from 175 That's from the most recent CNBC article um, on gaming. And that's what I like. That is what I like about the gaming stocks is, and that's why the big banks and the big firms are liking the gaming stocks, because at the end of the day, the video game industry is only getting bigger. It's taking the world by storm, and COVID-19 accelerated that. And that's why I like the video game sector. Now, My next few favorite stocks on this red day are the socials, Snapchat, Facebook, and Twitter. Now, Snapchat is an exception because they're up so big. I might wait for them to cool off some before you get in on that for the mid to long-term run. But Facebook and Twitter. Facebook and Twitter, I really like Facebook, especially given the fact that um, Facebook now has ownership of Instagram. I like Facebook. Facebook's an excellent name. They're currently at 280. They're up today. Based, um, Most of the socials are up today due to Snapchat's terrific earnings, but I think you can still buy Facebook at 280. Um, They're significantly off their highs of 303. And not only that, but Facebook is seeing continued growth as well. They have earnings on the 29th. So a run based on Snapchat's great earnings, a run on Facebook into earnings next week is very probable. Um, And not only that, but then we have Twitter. And Twitter's been the one that's been struggling the most out of the socials, at least I believe. Um, and they are currently trading at 50 bucks a share. They're up 8% today on those snap earnings. And actually they've been doing terrific in the past six months, um, making the new 52 week high today. So Twitter turned it around in this past year. They were in a hole. They weren't doing the best um, pre-COVID. COVID hit, took them down to a low and they have just run great off of those um, Snapchat earnings today. And, Honestly, the socials are just great plays. I don't see social media going anywhere. And once again, I reiterate that I like Snapchat, Facebook, and Twitter um, in the long run. Netflix, we noted. I think you can start to scale on the Netflix if you're bullish on the streaming space. Um, you know, Pick up a few shares here and see what it does. And if it starts to turn back to the upside, if you start to see a bottom, you know, then add to that position. Um, you're just getting shares cheaper of a great company. And long term, if that's your thesis... Um, you're really going to like Netflix and Chegg. Now, those six we noted a few weeks ago, those six stay-at-home stocks that I was liking, they are all in the red today, surprisingly. Um, after big runs on all of them throughout the past few days, many of them are red. In fact, almost every tech name I'm looking at today is red. So out of those stay-at-home names I'm liking right now, I really like Chegg. It's currently trading at 85 bucks a share it retested those highs, it, or at least it's retesting, and I think you can pick some check up here. I think that stock continues to run, given everything about the education system right now. Due to the COVID-19, as we all know, education is just a mess. Many people are Zooming in the class, and many people are struggling to understand um, school. Many students are, and I see it firsthand at college, um, and not only that, but my younger siblings, um, members of my family who are in high school are also seeing it. They're seeing that school is just confusing right now due to the fact that students are struggling to understand what to do through these Zoom classes. They're struggling what to do through these hybrid setups and that's going to drive students to online resources like Chegg. I like Chegg. I think you can buy Chegg at eighty five seventy dollars 70 a share. Stamps.com, one of my favorites. It has been absolutely getting pummeled. almost. Every day for the past few days, it's just been getting hit um, and it's continuing to get cheaper. It looks like it could be going to a double bottom, but I don't think it will fall that far. It's the holiday season. We're going to see more and more shipping and mailing, especially due to COVID. Um, and I think you can buy it. We touched on Teladoc, Ring Central, another great name, CrowdStrike, another great name getting unusually hit hard today. I might have to look into this. Um, but once again, Crowdstrike down eight points today. I think you can buy it at one thirty four. Um, that's an excellent name. Unusually down big. Unusually down big. And ServiceNow at trading at five oh seven after a big run up to an all time high of five twenty four. Only down two percent today. Um, is probably a very good pickup at that range. It is trading within an upward um trend line two trend lines. So a top end trend line and a bottom end trend line, it hit that top end trend line. Um, So you might want to wait until it hits down into that bottom end trend line, but 507, it's a great name. I think that's a good price to start scaling into a position. ServiceNow is a winner and I really like it. Now, rounding out the show, I would like to talk about the stimulus once again. I'd like to talk about the COVID-19 cases And we are just seeing COVID cases rise and rise and rise. And that's a worry to me. Um, COVID-19 cases are definitely a worry as they continue to rise across the world, as they continue to rise within the U.S. And it's a worry because I fear that this could slow down the economic recovery that the country so badly needs and wants to see. So taking a look at the numbers, the numbers continue to rise in the United States. I'm looking at a coronavirus numbers tracker called Worldometer online. And coronavirus cases are now at 8,530,000 in the United States, deaths topping 226,000. And, you know, this just isn't good. Now, I will know the recovery um, is improving. 96% recovered, uh, 5,551,000 plus people have recovered it with only 4% deaths, which was 226,000. So numbers are recovering, but we are seeing a spread throughout the nation and throughout the world, Um, you know, and this just simply isn't good. Um, The global total of coronavirus cases has now topped more than 4.40.7 million, according to the New York Times as of just 50 minutes ago. And, you know, as COVID-19 cases continue to increase, what we're also seeing is the death rate is continuing to drop. Um, we're continuing to figure out how to cure or how to treat people with COVID-19 better and better. And this is a really good sign. This is a really good sign long-term. But in the near term, next few months, the next year, who knows how long COVID-19 is going to be around? Who knows? And that's why you need to position yourself almost with a barbell approach portfolio. As many of the top experts like Kramer have been noting, you really want to have this barbell portfolio where on one side you have these stay-at-home stocks and then on one side you are also weighted in these recovery stocks. Now, part of the issue with that is it creates days where you have one side that does really good and one side that does really bad because we have been seeing momentarily these these uh, rotations within the market. People selling out of the stay-at-home stocks because they believe a recovery is going to just magically skyrocket and they buy all of these reopening names. They start buying the airlines and the cruise lines and not caring about what they're pricing at. um, Not caring about how much money those reopening names are burning. And that's an issue. That's an issue. And I don't like that. Um, so I want you to be careful when buying. I am a lot more comfortable with buying the stay at home names, the big tech, the thing that is consistently leading this market higher and winning and will rise on a stimulus deal if we get it. Because at the end of the day, those names are leading the market higher, not the reopening plays, not just yet. Um, for instance, the airlines, just a few weeks ago, were coming out and saying, we don't expect to be back to 2019 pre-COVID numbers for three years. I don't like that. I am, I don't see huge growth for the airlines. I don't like the airlines. Stay away from the airlines. Buy FANG, buy the winners, buy the stocks that are going to consistently win within this market. So, we touched on COVID cases continually rising. That's still a major worry, and I want you to pay attention to that. Um, I want you to buy the winners of this market. You know, Apple, Teladoc, Take Two, Interactive, great names. Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter, great names. Netflix, I think you can start scaling in given how low it is. And of course, Chegg, Stamps.com, um, and ServiceNow, all great names. Now, rounding out the show, I'd just like to touch on the stimulus that we topped talked about at the top of the show and reiterate that I believe we are going to see a sell off if we don't get a stimulus prior to the election. If in a few days all the negotiations come out and nothing happened, the market's not going to like that. It's going to sell off. But if we get a deal, this market is going to rally. And that's why I want you to have a lot of cash on the sideline. I want you to be positioned to the point where you can sell out of your positions very quickly. So then you can have cash on the sideline and the sell off if we don't get a deal or at the same time, I want you to be somewhat exposed to the market. You know, Maybe have a 25% cash position, um, have your long-term position set up and be prepared for either big losses to be taken um, if those continue to go down or a setback. But you know, this isn't the end of the world. If we don't get a stimulus, will be a short-term sell-off and then we'll rally back from that. I firmly believe it won't be a long-term affecting issue. But you know, you want to have cash on the sidelines. So maybe 20, 25% of your portfolio in cash going into this decision. Um, and then, you know, if, if we get a rally, if we get a deal and the market starts to head up, put that cash to work as quick as you can and, uh, let the profits run. And then once it gets to the top end of that rally, whenever that is, that could be well after the election, you trim your profits and you reinvest. That's how I am thinking of this market today on Wednesday, October 21st. Thank you all for listening. And just remember, Snapchat, Netflix, Teladoc, take two, the social media plays, um, and check. Remember all those names. If you have anything, any questions, hit me up on Twitter, um, at Luke Danae, or on our website, runningwiththemoney.com, where a breakdown today will also be dropping on a few great names. We recently dropped a breakdown on PayPal. PayPal, another great name. That's another great name. They're up today. They're up big. I think you can buy PayPal here. PayPal is a long-term winner. If you're a long-term investor, you can buy it here. But if you're trading the short term, you might want to think about it. PayPal, Square, those digital um, payment names, great. And we'll be noting on those names Friday on the podcast closing out the week. Thank you all for listening. This is and has been another segment of the Running With The Money podcast and Eat, sleep, profit, trade on, and I will see you Friday.